Seriously? That's it? Ah, we hear it bandied about. America is a Christian nation. Really? Christian. Well, I was raised in a Christian family, so of course I'm a Christian. Hmm, am I a Christian? I think so. But hey, I'm not really sure what that means. Isn't everyone a Christian? Several years ago now, I pulled out the non-negotiables of biblical Christian faith. Oh, not the things Baptists sometimes argue over, or Catholics and Episcopalians differ on, or the non-denominationalists look right past sometimes, but the things that we who follow Christ ought be able to identify as foundational to our faith. This is What Do Christians Believe? Day 3. In the last couple briefings, we identified that 1. God is eternal, no beginning, no end. From Genesis 1, verse 1, to Revelation 22, verse 13. Number 2. God is triune. That is, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Three persons, one God. 3. God is the Creator, and He created us in His image. 4. Sin separated us from God. Because God loved us, He gave us free will. Today, grace. Number five, God's way of redemption. Sin separated us from God. One moment, the crown of God's creation, Adam and Eve, were walking and talking with God in the cool of the day. Then, because of their willful disobedience, sin, they were out of the garden. Mankind was now separated, but pursued by our loving God. Before we erred, God knew, and He was making a way of escape for punishment of our sin. Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 2, For by grace are you saved by faith. It is the gift of God. It's free! We do not have to work for our salvation. As with all gifts, we must take hold of grace for ourselves to experience it. Salvation, being saved from ourselves and from separation from God now and forever, cannot be earned by maintaining a code or being a certain percentage holy. God does not grade on a curve. Wait, some of you are saying, what's the big deal about holiness? Of course, we will not be as holy as God. True, but no unholy thing can be in the presence of God. Number six, God's instrument of grace was Jesus Christ, God incarnate. Jesus was born of a virgin, which was foretold by the prophet Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 14, some 700 years before his birth. Jesus was fully human, fully divine. He put aside royalty to enter the womb of a woman and enter the universe in an old barn. The birth of Jesus was announced to Joseph by an angel. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Matthew recorded that in chapter 1. Verse 21, eternal life was made possible for us 
because of Jesus' death on the cross. Jesus' suffering was foretold by the prophet Isaiah in chapter 53 of his book. And John 3.16 captures it all. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Have you ever made that personal? For God so loved me that he gave Jesus? Or for God so loved Leslie that he gave his one and only son? Just like she has one son. For God so loved Lisa that he gave his one and only son. Just like she has one son. For God so loved Linda that he gave his one and only son. Just like she has one son. For God so loved Eric that he gave his one and only son. Just like he has one son. Wait, named friends, could you give up your Brad, your Josh, your Daniel, your Eric? Of course not. But he did. What heartache. What grace. The other day, I was in a medical office building elevator with several others, and suddenly my phone went off, as it were, totally on its own, and a song blasted into the silence. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. Smiling, I moved my hand to silence my phone. A reminder? Oh, I do believe so. Friends, we have a good, good father. Is he yours?